Welcome back to the Strength Personified Podcast. My name is Brittany Cooley. You can call me Brit, and I'm here to help anybody struggling with anything use their struggles as their greatest strengths. Uh, And today, this is episode three, and I wanted to share with you eight ways you can push through depression. These are the eight things that work for me. Um, These are things that I have kind of added to my toolbox over the last 10 years post-suicide attempt. And I think it's a good time of year to talk about this. I think any time is a good time to talk about this because it is still kind of a taboo subject. But it's also, we're going into a colder season. Those of us who live in the Northeast or on the East Coast in general, it's getting colder. And the seasonal depression is starting to kick in. It's getting darker earlier. It's staying darker later in the day. Uh, You know, the sun is not out as much anymore. And that can be really, really hard for those of us who struggle with any kind of depression. Um, And I've personally, just to be super transparent with everyone, I've really been struggling the last couple weeks, like hard. And I've really had to ground myself in my behaviors that keep me strong and keep me focused and keep me motivated and bust me out of that dark cloud overhang that, you know, those of us who struggle with depression feel all the time. And, you know, I kind of narrowed it down to eight things. And I wanted to share that with you guys, for those of you who also struggle with depression, for anybody who has family members who struggle with depression, they don't know what it's like, or maybe you can't relate. And if you can't, uh, I can speak on behalf of all of us. We are very jealous of you. (laughs) Um, We don't, I don't know what it's like not to struggle, really. (laughs) I've kind of made it my forte. Um, But these are things that you can do. These are things that I do to force myself out from underneath that dark cloud. And sometimes they work, sometimes they don't. But the consistency within these eight behaviors over time does make a difference. Um, This time of year has always been hard for me. Uh, You know, my mom's death anniversary, my mom's birthday. you know, like it's like after my suicide attempt anniversary, it's like all downhill from there until like Christmas time. (laughs) Like, I don't know. It's just, it's hard for me. Um, and especially with all of the, you know, the things I've even struggled with in the last year in my life. Um, it's not a soup, like going into the holiday season, it's so fulfilling now because I have a beautiful daughter and I'm so excited to create the magic for her. Like my mom used to do for me, but it's still a lonely fucking time of year. For anybody who's a single mom, like I'm fucking lonely and all of us single moms are lonely and we're like stressed out about Christmas presents and Bria's birthday, uh, our birthdays, if the birthdays are in the, you know, towards Christmas, which Bria was born on Thanksgiving two years ago. So she's going to be two this year, right? The week of Thanksgiving. And then, you know, it's Christmas and it's like, it's a really lonely time of year for those of us who don't have someone to share your life with. And while I love my dogs and I love my kid, it's, it's shitty, you know, it's, it's shitty. And I think that has a lot to do with my shit as well. Um, but these eight things kind of keep me focused. I do have so much to be grateful for. I have a lot of really awesome things happening. My book is coming out this month on Halloween. Uh, if I fucking finish it, (laughs) it's almost done. Don't worry. Um, I'm just tying up blue sets, but it's just, it's been a project and a process. Um, it's been like years and years in the making. I've written it and rewritten it and had to fucking completely transformed this book like a hundred times. This is like the transformer of all books I think have ever been written. Um, at least by me anyway. Uh, so I've got that going on. You know, I, I got some really good news today about an an opportunity that's going to improve my quality of life so much. 
Um, I have a great job. I have a beautiful, healthy daughter. I have a nice home. I have, you know, like I have so much to be grateful for. But at the end of the day, like depression doesn't care if everything's okay in your life. It's still going to fucking come in and lie to you and make you feel like a complete piece of shit. And if you're not super grounded in things to keep you well, it's really easy to get slid back into the, you know, the dark cloud, the the rock bottom basement door becomes visible again. And it's, it's a sad, scary time. And it's really hard to try to explain that to someone who doesn't get it. So I'm talking to those of you who do get it. And those of you who have an open mind to learning a little bit more about what it's like to have depression, what we have to consistently do every fucking day, aside from just take medication and wake up and do life, um, to keep our shit together. So these are the eight things that help me. I hope they help you. Please share this episode with somebody if you know they're struggling or if you find it beneficial. Um, and okay, so I'm just going to start. So one, number one, if you feel any type of way, force yourself to practice really good hygiene. Like force yourself to get in the shower, exfoliate your entire body, do a face mask. And this is for girls like guys, I don't know really what to tell you to do in in lieu of this, but showering is always a good practice, but showering, do your hair, straighten your hair, curl your hair, put makeup on, make yourself look presentable, physical, like outer order brings inner calm and just being clean and looking good always improves your mood. Even if you don't feel like it, trust me. When, you know, depression hits anytime, like it's hard to get out of bed, let alone like you don't want to, you want to lay around and mope and you just want to sit in your filth. Like that's how you feel. Like I forced myself to get in the fucking shower and I, I don't go anywhere ever. Like I sit in my house all day. That's, I work from home and as much as I love it, it's not really that healthy for people who struggle with depression because we don't have anywhere to go or anything to do. So yeah, we can just lay around in our pajamas all day, which is awesome, but not if you're struggling. (laughs) So Every day I force myself to get in the shower and put my makeup on. I always feel so much better, even if I don't feel like it. I always feel so much better. So get up, make yourself shower, put your makeup on, do your hair, put clothes on that you feel comfortable in, and start there. I guarantee you, you will feel better. Uh, Number two, force yourself to exercise. Force yourself. And I'm not saying you got to do an insanity workout. But push play for five minutes on your, you know, at-home workout video. Five minutes. Just give yourself five minutes. Like, I'm just going to do five minutes. I'm guessing you're probably going to do more than five minutes. Force yourself to walk around the block. Every day, I go for a walk. And I don't know. Like, most days, I would say more days than not, I don't want to. Like, I just want to say, I I go drop my kid off at daycare. And I just want to crawl back in my bed and snuggle with my blankets and go back to sleep. And, like, forget all of the things that I have to do. Right? Like... But I don't. I force myself to put my sneakers on and walk around the block. And I'm like, I'm just going to walk around the block. One block. I can do that. I always end up walking further, walking longer, getting my two and a half or three miles in every time. And when I start, when I walk out of my house, I don't want to do any of it. So creating that momentum in your life. Um, huge. Force yourself to move your body. Exercise is the most natural and the best way to feel better. Creating those natural endorphins are that's the best thing that you can do for your mental health. Physical health and mental health go hand in hand. So force yourself to work on yourself physically every day. Number three, if you're really struggling, if you sit in a cycle of suck a lot, or if you're overwhelmed, 
start one task, and this is number three, start one task and complete one task. Sounds simple, but anybody who also struggles with ADHD and tension deficit or anything, um, or you're like stuck in a state of overwhelm, you have 900 things to do and you don't know where to start, just do one thing, start to finish. Start to finish one thing. You acting and being productive and helping you create that like feeling of accomplishment and checking that box off is just going to create more momentum for more productivity, which is in turn going to make you feel better. So start and complete one thing. Like if you have a sink full of dishes, do one dish and do another dish and do it and do all of your dishes. One done. I hate dishes. That's why I'm using that example. I fucking hate dishes. I don't have a dishwasher and <laughs> I fucking hate dishes, but man, I feel accomplished when I hand wash all those motherfuckers. I, let me tell you. <laughs> okay. So start and complete one thing. Creating that sense of feeling of accomplishment is so important and so valuable. Don't ever discredit that. Number four, this is a huge one for me. Music. Listen to music. I love angry fucking rock music. I love heavy metal. I love I Prevail and Slipknot and Pop Evil and all. I love so many bands. In Flame. Like, I love angry music. It's so therapeutic to me. And I know I'm sick and maybe you don't like angry music. Maybe you like sappy country music, which we are not the same, but it's fine. Whatever kind of music you like, it is therapy. Sing your favorite song at the top of your lungs. I have my AirPods in and I blast the angriest fucking music. And for some reason, it just makes me feel so much better. But if you're not an angry music person, listen to whatever genre you like. It will help you lift out of that. Okay. And I obviously blast my angry music while I'm angrily marching my ass around the block because I don't fucking feel like walking. And then eventually I'm like, oh, I feel good. And then my playlist improves. And then I'm, you know, bopping to Nicki Minaj or something, you know, but creating uh, music has been such a therapy for me my whole life. I always, I've always had headphones in my ears from the time I discovered what headphones were. I remember having cassette tape player with headphones and then cd walkmans came out and i had a walkman and headphones and you know and now it's your phone and airpods and i just i have grounded myself within music in many genres of music but mainly alternative rock and heavy metal it's been so therapeutic to me um the music helps music uplifts and inspires and just puts you outside it makes you drown out those awful thoughts that you're thinking at least it does for me it has since I was a little girl um so music music is huge and music was really important to my mom too and I think that's why I love music so much you know I grew up listening to the Eagles and REM and the County Crows and Cranberries um the cars, <laughs> Elvis with my dad. Um, so I, I think I've always had a huge appreciation of all kinds of music, but I like me some angry jams and try, you know what? Try it out. Try it out. You know, like you just, if you're not a heavy metal person, but you're in a bad fucking mood, blast a song like that. I'll give you a song to listen to blast Custer by Slipknot. Okay. Just do it. It's scary. If you're not into heavy metal, you're going to be scared. But there's something about screaming just fuck me up is like really <laughs> therapeutic when you're like in a bad place. Just do it. You'll love it. Just try it out. Just try it out. Humor me. Okay. <laughs> Number five, along with listening to music, listen to podcasts, listen to inspirational shit. If you need inspirational shit to listen to, 
Thank you for listening to this podcast and me right now, but I'm not saying I'm the end-all be-all for it. I mean, Lewis Howes has changed my life. You can learn pretty much anything on his podcast and feel enlightened in every way, shape, and form. He's got hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of episodes to listen to. Please go listen to his podcast. Or Shalene Johnson. She's got awesome content. Um, she has a couple podcasts. Um, I don't know why those are the two that are ringing out to me, but re- listen to a personal development book. Um, Gabby Bernstein has a great podcast. Um, there's just so many, there's so much good personal development content out there to hype you up and make you feel good. And that is what it's for. Um, and I just, I do when I'm like feeling down, I'm like, all right, Lewis, what do you got for me? And usually the universe knows what I need and whatever episodes up this week is like exactly what I need to hear. And I'm like, oh fuck, I'm fine. You know? Um, but really try to get into a space of personal development if you're not, because I swear it is the only reason why I am living and breathing today. It is the only reason. I discovered Sean T. And then, you know, I listened to Shalene Johnson's podcast. And then I found Lewis Howe's podcast from Shalene Johnson's podcast. And then I, you know, here I am. So trust me when I tell you, it will change your life. Start listening to podcasts. Start with Lewis. I love you, Lewis. Okay. Anyway, number six, animals. If you're not an animal person, then don't listen to this. And if you're more of a Jeffrey Dahmer person, please don't listen to this. But pet therapy is so important. Man, I just snuggle my dogs and, like, sniff them and kiss their faces. And they just know, like, animals are so in tune to their humans and, like, what's wrong. And, man, my, especially Brutus, like, Brutus has been with me through some fucking shit, man. And he is my best friend. And... Sometimes, like, he drools and his he sheds and he's dirty half the time. And But there's nothing better than just laying down and having him, like, lay right next to me. He will. He's a mama's boy. He just crawls right up and puts his head on my chest. And it's just, it's there's a reason why there's therapy dogs. Like, there is. Um, spend time with your animals if you have them. It will help lift you out of that. And this sounds dumb to many people, I'm sure, but... Brutus has saved my life on more than one occasion um, just by being there and by loving me. And I know it's corny, but fuck you. It's true. Number seven, and this should probably be higher on the list. I just made a random list. There's no like order, but these are just the eight things. So number seven is gratitude. Try to think about even if you're so sad or something really shitty is going on in your life or somebody upset you or you're struggling with grief or loss or anything at all focus on what you have to be grateful for write a list of everything you have to be grateful for and I'm talking everything like you woke up today that's something you're grateful for there are many people who did not you were born many people were not um you have electricity and food and a shower and all these things like everything you have you have clothes to wear They might not be the clothes you want to wear, but you have clothing. You're not walking around naked unless you live in like a nudist colony somewhere. And that's interesting, but you know, obviously that doesn't pertain to you, but you know, you have a, you have people who love you. You have people who care about you. And even if you think you don't, and I know what this feels like, I do. I can hear somebody listening to this saying, no, Brittany, I don't have anybody that gives a fuck. That's not true. I give a fuck first of all. Um, but you have people who care about you. Like I, Even in my darkest of days, I'm like, I'm still so grateful that I can shower every day. Because I know what it's like to not be able to. I'm so grateful that I have food to eat. Because I know what it's like to starve for weeks and not know where my next meal is coming from. 
I'm so grateful for the roof over my head because I know what it's like not to have one. And even just going back to those basic things to be grateful for and think of how many people don't have what you have or think of how long you prayed for what you have now, all that cliche bullshit, it's true. It's all true. So focusing on everything I have to be grateful for really helps me pull out of that cycle of suck. Sometimes it's a little harder than others. And, you know, it's attitude is everything. Perspective is everything. Perception is everything, right? But it really makes a big difference. So make a daily gratitude journal. Make a list. I have a, a I write it in my planner now. I, but I have journal, I have books and books. And, I have journals and journals and journals and journals full of just, and some of them are like, there's only three things. I'm grateful I woke up today. I'm grateful for my dad. And this is before Bria. I'm grateful for um, dinner or something. Like really basic, but you're still focusing on what you have rather than what you don't, right? And that's something I've really had to focus on lately because I don't know. I'm fucking sad, man. Like I've been really fucking sad for a while. And it's just, why? It's so annoying, right? But focusing on what I, all everything that I have now more than I've ever had in my whole life is like, wow, you really need to like fuck off. Like Brittany, like you, I like literally have to tell myself to fuck off because all the things I have today are literally everything I've prayed for, for my whole life, literally since I was a little girl. So maybe I don't have somebody to hold hands with and walk through Christmas lights with. Oh, oh fucking well. I have a lot more that a lot of people don't. And also, I'm not in a shitty relationship anymore. So there's that. That's good. Great. Um, so focusing on gratitude is so important. And I think it should probably be number one. But it is number seven on my list. <clears throat> and number eight. This is going to sound really weird and woo-woo to some people who are just like, oh, here we go. Um, but And this is something I learned at Summit of Greatness. I took this workshop. I went in a day early and I did all of the workshops that you're able to sign up for because I'm like all about growth this year. And I learned something really interesting. And maybe I should have learned this before 33 years old. But when you... So, and, and number eight is breathing, deep breathing. You're like, oh, here we go. I'm not saying meditate. People are against meditating for some reason. I try. I just can't pay attention long enough. You know, I try to like... I try to meditate, but I just, I am unmedicated ADHD and I cannot sit still for four seconds. Like I can't do it. I'm incapable of doing it. So, but I learned that through deep breaths in through the nose and out through the nose. So not inhale, exhale, no, inhale through your nose and exhale through your nose. When you inhale and exhale through your nose, you get 20% more oxygen to your brain oxygen to your brain creates energy. Okay. I know it's crazy. Wow. I'm sure everybody already knew that, but I didn't realize how important it was to breathe in and out through your nose and you get 20% more oxygen than you normally do breathing through your mouth. That's something I learned. I was, I was this year years old, which, you know, maybe you guys, everybody knows that. And I'm just late to the fucking game, but it makes a big difference when you, you can, especially, and this is more for anxiety. I think I uh, like, I, I haven't had a real panic attack in a really long time, but I get anxiety. I get rung up. I get, you know, I get super anxious. 
sometimes. And it's dumb, like for dumb reasons, like things that wouldn't even like make any sense. Like if I have to do two loads of laundry, it's like, oh my God, it's going to take so long. And I get anxious about that. Like, it's so stupid. Like it's going to take half an hour, like whatever. And then like, oh, I'm going to have all these clothes full. Yeah. I have like six blankets and like 45 outfits of braids fold. It's fine. It'll take 20 minutes, like no big deal. But stuff like that makes me anxious. It's weird. Or like, I'll get a response from someone that I didn't like and that'll like make me anxious or somebody will send me a nasty gram. I don't really care about internet trolls anymore, but it still gives me that like pang, that instant pang, right? Like of like upsetness and anxious fear or just upsetness, you know? And literally taking three deep breaths in through your nose and out through your nose, it goes away completely. And my mind was blown. Like I've learned breathing exercises and I've tried to meditate, like I said before, but understanding the science behind why that works, I think helped it click more in my brain for some reason. And now I'm getting 20% more oxygen like all day, every day. So yeah, but it does, it really helps. And I would say that helps more towards the anxiety portion of things, but just taking a few deep breaths every day. There's also something called myotape. I did not order it, but I'm considering it. And I'm not sponsored. I'm not like, I don't make any money off my own. Like, this is not something I'm, that I'm sponsored to do. But I've seen it a couple places and somebody recommended it at Summit. And in this workshop that I did, she tapes her mouth shut every night with myotape. It's tape to tape your mouth shut when you sleep. So you breathe in through your nose and breathe out through your nose. And you're supposed to have increased, like, you're supposed to sleep better and have more energy the next day. And it's like, wow, like, <laughs> it's weird thinking about, like, taping your mouth shut while you sleep. And God forbid, like, if you're sick, like, obviously don't do that. But, like, I'm going to order this stuff and I'm going to try it. And I'll tell you guys how it goes. But, like, the just the deep breaths that I've, like, been scheduling. And I have to schedule everything. Like, I have to set reminders for everything. Like, to take the garbage out. To bring, like, to leave for daycare in the morning. Because I'll get distracted doing something. Even though she has to be there at the same time every day. I still have to set an alert on my phone to remind me to leave my house to take her. Because I'll, I'll just start doing laundry or vacuuming or start working. And I just totally will. And I'll be like, oh my god, it's 8.30. Like, what the fuck am I doing? So I have to set reminders to do deep breaths three times a day. But I have reminder at 9 a.m noon and 5 p.m just just for a couple deep breaths it's just an alert on my phone that comes up and it really I feel like it really does make a difference and especially I feel like they're set for times when I'm like the most irritated or stressed out and it's so funny because the instant that goes off I'm like it's always when I'm like stressed out and it's very strange that it's always those times but I take those deep breaths and it goes away. I'm like, oh my God, I'm so glad that I did this deep breath thing on my phone. Like, I'm so glad I'm doing it. So in through the nose, out through the nose, just take a couple deep breaths. Everything will get better. You got this. So those are my eight things. I'll recap really quickly. Force yourself to practice good hygiene. Shower and do your full makeup like you're going to prom. Maybe not like you're going to prom, but like do your top eyeliner and everything. Okay. Number two, force yourself to exercise. Force yourself to throw your headphones in and walk around the block or get on your treadmill or go down to your gym or whatever. Force yourself to for five minutes. I guarantee you will do more than five minutes. And the only workout that you regret is the one that you don't do. Remember? Okay. Number three, start and complete one task. Just one thing. Start, create that productivity, create that, um, you know, checklist momentum. Number four, listen to music angrier the better in my opinion number five podcast personal development lewis Howes. listen to him change your life 
Six, pet therapy. Spend time with your pets. Spend time with anybody's pets. If you know somebody with a mini pony, go pet the mini pony. It'll probably make you smile and feel a lot better. And who isn't a better person for feeding a mini horse a baby carrot? I mean, really. Like, come on. All right. Um, number seven is gratitude. Do I do gratitude every day. And now I do it in my planner. But I have books and books of gratitude journals. And really focusing on what you have instead of focusing on what you don't is a huge way to change your shift your perspective and get yourself out from underneath that cloud um and number eight the deep breathing like i said in through the nose out through the nose creates more oxygen to your brain which creates more energy which creates more dopamine which creates more things that make you happy i hope this is helpful i love you guys thank you so much for being here and listening to me ramble on about my life and things um i have a lot of ideas for really good podcast guests coming down the pike um as it gets closer my book is coming out i'll share more details about that um please leave me a five-star review on apple Podcasts or spotify i appreciate every single review so much thank you for sharing this with your friends who are struggling and remember you are not alone you matter and i love you i'll see you next time